Welcome to Two Larrys and a Mike. I'm Larry Dowdy. Larry Bly here. And, and uh, Mike. Good hard fed cattle here, guys. What in the world is going on here? Oh, well, Mike is taking auctioneer lessons. So he moved on from a m- making a better mousetrap to... Oh, it sounded like he just <laughs> ran down. Well, he either wants to become a fast-talking disc jockey like us guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. or he wants to sell a bunch of junk in his house. <laughs> or worst-case scenario, Larry, he's decided he might become one of those slick-talking bank loan officers. <laughs> so anyway, that's what Mike is up to. Well, I guess it could have been worse. I don't know why I ran down like that. It's one of those technical things that happens in life sometimes. When your battery goes. Same people as installing my stove today. I'm putting that in there. Well, welcome. This is episode 44 of Two Larrys and a Mic. Could uh, be possible. Songs with names of cities. There are a lot in of the them. Title. I'll tell you, yep. there are a lot of yep, them. Yep, there are. And uh, we're going to get to that in a few minutes. But, uh, you know, some folks had birthdays recently. Arthur Brown. The crazy world of? The crazy world of Arthur oh, Brown. Okay. Turned 80 recently. Jeff Beck, 78. Colin Blundstone of the Zombies, 77. Mick Fleetwood. They're all getting up there. Yeah, they, they are. Mick Fleetwood turned 75. I interviewed him once. He's fantastic. But you know what? An interview by phone with Mick Fleetwood doesn't hold a light to a video of Mick Fleetwood playing drums. Mm, really? He's like Animal <laughs> from the Muppets. <laughs> I liked Animal. He was always, I did Rah! too. <laughs> He's just all over that drum set. Uh, let's see. Eddie Floyd turned uh, 85. Carly Simon. You know, I still have the biggest crush on her. Oh, she's fabulous. She has yeah. great teeth, too. Yeah. By the way. Oh, yeah. Wonderful 79. Teeth. She said that she never really intended to ever be a performer. She wanted to just be a songwriter. Really? And then, I don't know what happened. She sat down at the piano, and next thing you know, boom, she's a performer. Well, and wasn't it her dad who was part of Simon and Schuster? Simon and Schuster. Uh-huh. Okay. That's right. right. A very special one. Oh. Uh, musician Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys is... <gasps> 80 years young. Wow. And you know why he lives to be so long, old, mm-hmm. currently? Why? Because he always ate his vegetables. My favorite vegetable. This is from Smiley Smile, I believe. Really? You never heard this? <laughs> no. I played it on the air. <laughs> Sure, this wasn't Grease Sesame Street. <laughs> you gotta care, right? Here's <laughs> some of that harmony. My vegetables cart off and sell. My vegetables are wow. most of all my favorite vegetable. Never.
I've heard, so anyway, heard that song, but I like it. Well, I, you know, I try to turn you on to new things, Well, I Larry. appreciate that. I'm trying to broaden my uh, horizon. I know you need to. <laughs> Singer Ann Murray is 77. Now, an old, what, what kind of bird was it? Uh, snowbird. Snowbird. Yeah. She's an old snowbird from up north. Uh, Singer Lionel Richie is 73. Bassist John Taylor of Duran Duran mm-hmm. is 62. Wow. Paul McCartney turned 80 recently. Oh, Isn't that incredible? Gosh. He just finished his Got Back tour. And, yes, yeah, still still out there. Mm. Still sounding great. Yeah. Uh, John Evans of the Box Top, 74. Dizzy Reed of Guns N' Roses, 59. Nathan Morris. And now it's Gums and Roses. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan Morris of Boys the Men, 51. I'm trying to get a comeback to that, but I, I, I have nothing. I have nothing. Singer Spanky McFarland of Spanky and Our Gang is 80s. Like to get and to know you. Sunday will never be the that's same. Right. Those two, man, that's yeah, great. Yeah. Singer Ann Wilson of Heart is 72. Uh, keyboardist Larry Dunn of Earth, Wind, and Far is 69. Mm-hmm. Uh, country singer Doug Stone is 66. I know you played the country love, music. Love his a, stuff. You love you some Doug Stone? Love his stuff. Singer Mark Marty DeBarge of DeBarge, because mm-hmm. he couldn't think of any other name, is 63. Uh, singer, dancer Paula Abdul is 60. Whoa. Uh, and still cute as a button. Howard Eddie Kalen of the Turtles, 75. Cindy Lauper, 69. Gary Beers of NXS, 65. And Todd Rundgren, have we ever answered the question why Todd Rundgren and Daryl Hall are coming together and to Roanoke? And I don't know. I thought it was Hall and Oates, not Hall. They were lonely. Hall and Todd Rundgren. I I still can't figure it out, but yeah. Uh, And uh, Peter Asher of Peter and Gordon fame, seventy-eight. Peter Asher can be heard. From time to time, I wish I you, you schedules on Sirius XM are ridiculous. You don't know what channel it is anymore. You don't know who's popping up where. But once in a great while, just by accident, yeah. I hear Peter Asher doing uh, an hour or two on the Beatles. Uh, maybe okay. it's the Beatles channel. I, I, yeah, I believe it is. Yeah, yeah. He is fascinating to listen to because you know he produced some of their stuff. Mm-hmm. He was a songwriter, singer himself early on, and then became a fabulously well-respected record producer. And to hear him talk, Mm -hmm. I could listen to this man talk for hours. (laughs) He is so knowledgeable about music. And and by the way, when we did that song, you'll notice we did da-da-da-da-do-da-do-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-
I'm in a New York state of mind. There are more than we ever thought. Oh, that is so true. Which is fun. That yeah, makes it yeah. fun. And it also goes off in a whole lot of different directions. Yeah. So and and, and by the way, I, I, in our open, there were just so many to choose from, but I, I reached out and went with Eric Bird and the Animals, Tony Bennett, Glenn Campbell, Jan and Dean, Elvis, Bobby Bloom, Billy Joel, Prince, Sting, Fleetwood Mac, Bob Seeger, and ABBA. Thank you for that. Because sometimes they zip by so fast, I can't even figure them out. So I'm, I'm glad when you tell us what they are. Mr. Mr. Dowdy, is that your name? Yeah, Mr. Dowdy it was when I does, the, uh, does the opening montage for us. He does that himself. And I uh, he passes it by me. And sometimes I go, well, I wonder what that third song was. Because <laughs> I can go back and listen to it again. But well, anyway. I had to go and listen to the one in there by Prince called Baltimore. Because I had never heard this song. Me neither. It wasn't a huge hit, but it was one of those, as I did a little research about it, uh, that was a protest song following the death of Freddie Gray. Hmm. So that was the story behind Baltimore and Prince. Hmm. Again, though, I had never heard it. But if you think back of, there weren't a lot of protest songs, but... You know, some of the ones that stand out, Ohio by Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, uh, Edwin Starr's War, The Times Are Changing, Dylan, uh, Give Peace a Chance, Lennon and Yoko. Uh, Born in the USA by Springsteen is actually a protest song. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, it's uh, his perspective of uh, a Vietnam War veteran, and Bruce uh, protests the poor treatment of soldiers who survived a war. Uh, that they may not have wanted to uh, to fight in. Also, uh, Marvin Gaye's "What's Going On." Oh yeah, definitely that. Yeah, uh, promotes As a matter of uh, fact, peaceful uh, protesting. Barry Gordy did not want him to record that song. He said it's, it's depressing. It's we don't do the that kind of music at Motown. And today it's one. He said we don't do songs. message music at Motown. He fought him tooth mm-hmm. and nail, uh, and you know he, had, he was a powerful performer. He yeah. persevered and got it done. And look what happened. Still a great song today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. All right, so we'll be uh, talking about him in a couple of minutes. Oh, I can't you, wait to know that. Yeah, no, yeah. I did not, but I can't wait. Well, you remember I had a hammer? I had a hammer yeah. in the morning, but that yeah. was an early song mm-hmm. uh, of protest. And, uh, actually, a song of peace. That's true. I think it was written okay. by uh, uh, Pete Seeger, I think, wrote the song, okay. but I'm not sure. But anyway, that was done by Peter, Paul, and Mary. Right. Made it a hit record. Right. So, yeah, that was an early one. Well, you know, of course, one of the most famous of famous of famous of famous at all oh. is uh, I Left My Heart in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, as we all know, is who? Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. Yeah. But lesser known as uh, I Left My Nose in San Diego <laughs> by uh, Steve Allen. Oh. No. <laughs> we had that on the show. <laughs> you don't, don't you remember? How could you possibly forget? <laughs> it's coming back to <laughs> me now. It's coming back. <laughs> so anyway, a little old lady from Pasadena. Oh, my God. I used to love that song. Go, I don't know Granny, why. go, granny, go, granny, go. <laughs> Billy Joel, New York State of Mind. Yeah, yeah. It was on uh, Turnstiles in 19. 19- 76 
never released as a single. I still love that song to this day. Uh, it's become a fan favorite over the years. And uh, Billy also has uh, two more songs that would fall in our city's uh, in song category. Uh, Allentown and Goodbye Saigon. Oh my gosh, forgot about it. Those mm-hmm. were big. They were yep. huge. They really were. Well, One Night in Bangkok, Murray Head. Love which started song. out as a Broadway thing <laughs> yeah. well, with the show called Chess mm-hmm. and became a, a hit. The only one he ever had, by the way. Chicago, Strange in Moscow, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Free Man in Paris, but it'll cost you a buck in Venton. <laughs> Joni Mitchell. <laughs> city of New Orleans, of course. Arlo Guthrie, which, by the way, wasn't about the city at all. It was mm-hmm. about a train that travels to New Orleans. Okay. No, it's about a train. Huh. Loda. Well, what a spies Lodi by Creedence Clearwater. Lodi. Lodi, California. Is it real? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> I know it's down here somewhere. Let me look around. <laughs> Brownsville Girl, Bob Dylan. He also did uh, Stuck Inside of Mobile with uh, Memphis Blues again. Brownsville Girl. I, Brownsville I, Girl. I have never heard that. I never have either. I, yeah. don't I think we just made it up. Uh, London Bridge. Wasn't that falling down? <laughs> Fergie did that before it fell down. <laughs> Catmandu, Bob Seger. I love that yeah, song. Great song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Paper Lace. The Night Chicago Died. I yeah. love that song. Wasn't that a great song? Uh, 1974, uh, number one hit for the group. Uh, the story behind Night Chicago Died. By the way, Paper Lace is a British group. Uh, it's about a fictional shootout between the Chicago police and members of uh, Al Capone's syndicate. Hmm. And the narrator uh, retells his mother's anguish while awaiting news of the fate of her husband, a Chicago policeman. I guess, even though that was such a huge song, uh, it was their one-hit wonder. That was it. There was not another hit from them. Yep. Maybe they had other hits in, in Britain, do you think? You said they I were need an, to look at that. English yeah. group. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Montego Bay, Barbie Broom. Love that song. <laughs> that's what I love. <laughs> yeah. Last Train to Clarksville. Oh, that's an easy one. The yeah. Monkeys. And El Paso by Marty Robbins. Mm-hmm. How about Walking in Memphis? It was composed and originally recorded by Mark Cohn in uh, 1991. And remains his signature song, even though he's a great songwriter. Uh, Cohn uh, explains that the song, a journey to be baptized in the world of blues Hmm. music. Wow. And by the way, do you know the way to San Jose? Uh, GPS will get me there. Yeah, (laughs) That was Dion Warwick. Kansas City, Wilbert Harrison, one of the older ones. Uh And New York, New York. By Frank Sinatra. New York, New York. But funny you should mention New York, New York, (laughs) as you say. Uh, I I guess many think of that as his theme. Well, yeah, I guess. I don't know. But it was a a promotional thing. That's the only reason he ever recorded it. But Frank wasn't the original singer. I don't doubt that. It was Liza Minnelli. Hmm. Uh, she recorded the song as the theme to Martin Scorsese's film New York, New York in 1977. Don't recall it. But I, I'm like you. I, I, I don't believe I've ever heard Liza Minnelli's version. Or if I did, I thought, well, that's the one that Frank did. Well, you know, he defined the song. He absolutely defined yep. the song. Yep. So it's, it's the only version there is as far as I'm concerned. Sorry, Liza. I always <laughs> liked you, but you know. Viva Las Vegas. I love <laughs> that song. Elvis Presley. 
Read the other day that Elvis's uh, state is now worth a billion with a B dollars. Thank you, Priscilla mm. and Lisa Marie. Well, here's something funny about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to do a little review of the new Elvis movie yeah, here in a bit. Yeah. Uh, it turns I out. Just, just got out of the movie a few minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> and you went last Thursday. Yeah, that's right. Um, it turns out that, you know, the colonel was very greedy. Mm-hmm. And so he insisted on 50% of uh, the all the monies right. that came in right. from songs, mm-hmm. publishing rights. Right. And which was a terribly greedy thing to do, but it turns out later on it was a very good thing because when the estate bought him out, mm-hmm. they bought out those rights as well. Aha. Uh-huh. And so Elvis's songs, they now, wherever they're used, wherever mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. sung, even in chapels, yeah. in fact, uh, they get 50% royalty. Okay. And it's making the estate tons of money. So it turns <laughs> out the old colonel did a good thing yeah. in a roundabout way. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. Rio, Duran Duran. Great song. Remember that? Yep, yep. Yeah. Miami, Will Smith. That was a, a, a more of a modern song. L.A. Woman, The Doors. Mm-hmm. Uh, great song. Kokomo, The Beach Boys, uh, Werewolves of London. Wernsey still, Line. Still like that. That's a great Still one. like that song. Marrakesh Express. I don't know where Marrakesh is. Do you? Uh, I have to look that up. Kick up your GPS. I looked it up once, but yeah. Carl's B. Stills and Nash did that. Mm-hmm. Leaving Las Vegas, you mentioned that, Cheryl Crow. Ventura Highway America, one of our favorite groups here great, in the great, old podcast yeah, studio. Yeah, great song. Uh, Tupelo Honey, Van Morrison, that's a great one, too. Mm-hmm. Monterey, Eric Burden and the Animals. Speaking of great songs, that's mm. it. Uh, to Live and Die in L.A., it wasn't that big of a song for Wang Chung. Yeah. But... Um, kind of a mediocre hit. Wang Chung had more than one hit, though, didn't they? As I recall. Um, I think they did. Yeah, I believe so. I'm pretty certain yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah. Chattanooga Choo Choo. This is an oldie but goodie. Mm-hmm. Glenn Miller and his orchestra. <laughs> have you ever heard Sting, Englishman in New York? I have, yes. That is one of my favorite cuts. Yep. Um, I love that thing. I used to listen to it over and over and over again at home. I mm-hmm. love that scene. Mm-hmm. What made Milwaukee famous was for Jerry Lee Lewis a country song because no, aware of that. he did a lot of country music. He uh, a lot of what he did mm-hmm. uh, the latter part of his career. Not that he's not with us anymore. He used to, I don't think he performs at all anymore. But he had an awful lot of country hits. Yeah, strange yeah. to think. But anyway, yeah, truly. How about uh, Simon and Garfunkel? You know they they'd have to be on this list at least once. Oh, uh, yeah. the only living boy in New York. That's another one of those songs I don't recognize the title. I do. I do. I'll have to uh, to dig into that one. T.S.O.P., The Sound of Philadelphia. Yep, the mother, My. father, sister, brother group. Is that, is that true? Yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. That's MFSB. And, uh, and, of course, that group also featured the Three Degrees. Of course, eventually, the Three Degrees went and, you know, Made their own their own hits. career. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Twenty-four hours from Tulsa. Tulsa being the key word with Gene Pitney. Mm-hmm. Silver Springs. Great Fleetwood song. Mac. Now I know it's on here, but they were just referring to the springs on the mattress. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> Brooklyn Roads. Neil Diamond. Great. Got, got some old great song. Uh, Nashville Cats. Mm, I love that song. Spoonful, yeah, love know. love that song. And and Memphis. Memphis. Johnny Rivers. Did we mention Philadelphia Freedom? 
No, we did not. Okay, all right. Well, I'm on uh, Detroit Rock City. We were somewhat See, this remiss. Is, this is what happens with this list. We're, we're, we're going along just fine by the time I get to Phoenix. Glenn Campbell, a oh, Wichita yeah. lineman. Is still on the line. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Galveston. So this is how this list grows. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're, it's like, oh, I forgot about that one. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, hopefully we included uh, one of your favorites in our songs with names in of cities in the title. Well, if not, I can tell you Seconds Guessing is coming up, and there will be a few that were not mentioned uh, of course there on would. the list we yeah, just talked about. Because, yeah. you know, old Eric always said about being me. You're young, Lair. I'm old Lair. Yeah. Old Lair always uh, wanders around my record room and find, uh, I always find a few things. It yes, uh, might be yes, a surprise yes, to a young Lair. All right, so last time we had that uh, $5 gift certificate to Archie's <laughs> Lobster House. You didn't spend it all, did you, in one uh, place? N- no. Okay. Mm, no, all right. no, since they're out of business. Uh, what do we have this time from the prize closet? Glad you asked. Mm-hmm. I know that the Dowdy Mansion has uh, that extensive English garden out back, uh, tended by a handful of minions who keep it trimmed and planted and looking beautifully. Okay. Our seconds guessing prize, should uh, should you get all these correct, will be uh, this unusual Elvis Chia pet head. <laughs> <laughs> Simply add water, and soon your lovely gardens will be festooned with a Chia Elvis head. Oh, Com- boy. Oh, complete with sideburns. Oh, yes. okay. Well, that's important. You'll be all the rage in your neighborhood, Lair. <laughs> of course, you'll probably be sued by the keepers of his estate. <laughs> but here's the good news. Yeah. Do not despair. The okay. good news, it quickly turns into a remarkable likeness of Roy Orbison by simply adding sunglasses. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so anyway, that's for your the, the dowdy uh, English gardens. Okay. <laughs> Something practical for a change. Okay, sure. Okay, all right. All ready, right. ready for this? Uh, nope, but let's go. All right, we're going to go to the corker right off the bat. We went one day about a month ago uh-huh, uh-huh, To have a little fun In Mexico we ended I'm, not, uh, I'm not, not hearing anything from the Dowdy side uh, of the studio here. Well, that sounded like the Kingston Trio. You got part of it right, yes. And for some reason, I want to say it's got something about Tijuana in the You're title. You're absolutely right. But it's, I can't tell you any more about well, it. Well, it's just called the Tijuana Jail. <laughs> <laughs> so You're okay. All right, here's another one. <laughs> Sounds like an instrumental there. That's Floyd Kramer. It is Floyd Kramer. You're doing good, I tell you. Uh, San Antonio Rose? Man. Is that it? Yeah, I thought I was just going to just, I, I thought I was going to fool you oh, all the way around. Oh, I'm sure you'll make up for it. Keep getting them. Yeah, we're only two in. Well, the next one's uh, very, very easy. Okay. It's going to be easy, yeah. San Francisco Nights, Strobe Lights, and uh, Eric Bird and the Animals. Creates dreams. Absolutely. That's just a great song. Walls move, minds do too. On a warm mm-hmm. San Francisco mm-hmm. night. You got it. Mm-hmm. Here's another one for you, okay. Larry. All right. Wilbur Harrison, uh, going to Kansas City. Yeah, man, you're just nailing uh, so you, these you, things. You, you uh, got that, that one part. 
I got some troubles, but they won't I last. I forgot about this. I'm gonna oh. lay right down here in the grass. Nancy Sinatra, Sugar Town. Wow. I know it, it was a stretch. I think Sugar Town's a real do, place. Do, I think do, it do, is. Do, do, do. <laughs> okay. Feel all right. Feel all right. Huh. Mini skirts, maxi skirts, and Afro hairdo. <laughs> People doing their own thing and don't care about me or you. I'm seeing uh, blankness. Uh, I'm seeing blankness. It's not James Brown, is it? No. No. No, we'll try uh, again. No, no, because I, I just... Hmm. Name of the song is Funky Nassau. Nassau being the key word. Right, right. It was a hit record, Lair, yeah, oh. by a group called Beginning of the End. And by the way, it was. It's the <laughs> first and last thing they ever did. I didn't even know that. I remember the song, and I played it on I radio. I don't remember that but song. But I do not but remember I love it. Beginning of the End. Yeah. Boy from New York City. See, I think a Manhattan transfer. That is. Oh, that is man. Okay. It was originally done by the ad libs. Okay. But I decided that being that you're as young as you are, I would go with the latter version of it by the Manhattan. <laughs> I that. Oh God. A horny song. Yes, it is. I like I like the sound of it. Couldn't tell you who it is though. Right there. Okay. Uh, I'm 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 blank. You're blank. I'm blank. Yeah. I knew you probably wouldn't get that. <laughs> Memphis Soul Stew by King Curtis. Oh, okay. Do you ever okay. heard the song? No. Oh. No. I was hoping you had. You can make me do some homework now. All right. Let's see what the next one is. All right. See if can do. In 1814, we took a little trip. Uh, Johnny Horton and Battle of New Orleans. You got it. Fired our guns, but the British kept them coming. Common ride the little train and going down the tracks to the junction. Forget about your cares. It is time to relax at the junction. See, that's the uh, Petticoat Junction theme. Even uh, more. Flat and Scruggs? Flat and Scruggs, you got it, man. <laughs> I, of course, that wasn't a real place, but I thought I'd sell <laughs> All across the nation. Easy peasy. Oh, that's um, uh, Scott Such McKenzie. And, um, yeah, yeah. San Francisco, wear some flowers in yeah, here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. Two more left, okay. two more. All two right. more. Hope this misery. To be where little cable cars uh, climb Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. Man, I still love his stuff. And when he sings with uh, Lady Gaga, I left my heart in San Francisco. And we have only one more. A a song that you mentioned earlier, oddly enough. Then I should get this one. No reason why you can't get it. Hear a little bit more of it. Than <laughs> I haven't heard this forever. Um, that's Memphis and Johnny Rivers. Actually, he did the vocal version of it, but Lonnie Mack did uh, the oh, okay. hit um, um, instrumental version. Yeah. Oh, all right. Lonnie Mack. Well, you know what? You did pretty good. Well, I'm, I'm very proud of you. I think, uh, despite what everybody says, I think you. <laughs> <laughs> more musical knowledge than than you give yourself credit for. 
<laughs> it's pretty good. Musical guesses <laughs> Musical is guesses. what it is. Our Hollywood. Hollywood. Right, you were talking about Elvis, the Elvis estate yeah. a while ago. Uh, Glenn and I went to see the Elvis movie recently. And? Um, it just ended minutes ago. <laughs> it's about two weeks long. No, just, just kidding. Uh, Baz Luhrmann of Great Gatsby and Moulin Rouge fame mm-hmm. directs the screenplay of Elvis. Austin Butler plays Elvis. Tom Hanks plays Colonel Tom Parker, both putting on incredible performances. Wow, that's what I hear. However, the movie is two hours and 30 minutes long. Do you know how old I am? <laughs> you know, I don't even buy <laughs> ripe bananas anymore. So include the previews of upcoming movies and all the ads in there. You got three hours plus. Sitting right there. Good heavens. But this movie deals with the complicated relationship between Elvis and Colonel Tom Parker. Butler's singing voice is used in Elvis's pre-1960s musical scenes, but actual Elvis Presley recordings are used later in the film. Also, kudos to Olivia de Jong, who plays Priscilla, artist Shanka Ducare as... Willie Mae, Big Mama Thornton. Oh, yeah. One of your favorite singers. That's all right, Mama. Mama. Big Mama. Uh, Singer-songwriter Yola plays sister Rosetta Thorpe. Uh, Model Alton Mason is Little Richard. And Kelvin Harrison Jr. is B.B. King. And I had no idea that B.B. and E. were that tight. E. E. and B.B. That's right. That's right. This uh, 20-year story of Elvis is told through the eyes of Colonel Tom Parker and their dynamics during Elvis's rise to fame during a time of civil unrest, deaths of Martin Luther King Jr., JFK, and Bobby Kennedy, all killed. Uh, Colonel Tom Parker is the villain, as many of us have thought for so long. But uh, he is narrating like he doesn't know he's the villain. (laughs) And uh, Hanks, his storytelling is uh, Colonel Parker holds your interest throughout the two hours and 30 minutes. You know, Hanks is just such an all-around good oh, he actor. Is. I mean, he, he is. used to put him in anything. Yeah. He even yep. pulled off Disney in that movie. <laughs> that, that, that's true. Which I didn't think uh, did. The movie Elvis is a masterpiece of editing, showmanship. Elvis fans will love it, and so will non-Elvis fans. Baz Luhrmann may have created... The Greatest Show on Earth, Hmm. through Colonel Tom, the snowman, in this Elvis movie. So I take it you liked it. I did Did, like it. Did Glenda like it, or did she get a walk out? She enjoyed it. She she enjoyed it, but I think we were both ready to leave after two hours. (laughs) Did you take a coat? (laughs) No, no. The the theater was quite comfortable. One night, I just jumped into my (laughs) box of popcorn. I was so cold, I I just needed to get warmed up. It frees me to death in theaters. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it's, it's a good movie. And, uh, yeah, it got some more good reviews mm-hmm. this morning, uh, I read, and they said that they pulled it off very well. Yeah, and the soundtrack is awesome. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's even going to attract a younger audience, too. Well, you see, and I think that's probably, uh, that's pretty important because, I mean, our generation can't, you know, we can't support this mm-hmm. on Graceland thing much longer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running out of money, folks. <laughs> anyway. 
<laughs> we have a few deaths to report. Is that it? Oh, boy, that's it. Well, that's, thank you that's, very much. That's my review from Hollywood. Well, we're happy for you. All right, some obits. James Rado, who co-created the musical Hair, mm-hmm. has died at the age of 90. James Rado, co-creator of groundbreaking hippie musical Hair, which celebrated protest, pots, and free love, and paved the way for the sound of... Rock music on Broadway has died at the age of 90. First rock musical on Broadway, the first Broadway show to feature full nudity, and the first to feature same-sex kiss. Hair spawned four top four singles in the American Pops chart. We're going to roll them past you here in a minute, including the number one hit Aquarius, Let the Sunshine Out, mm-hmm. Fifth Dimension, mm-hmm. which won the Grammy Award for Record of the Year that year and Best Pop Vocal Performance by a Group in 1970. Others included Hair by the Calcils, Good Morning Starshine by the singer Oliver, who could only afford one name. <laughs> And Easy to be Hard by Three Dog Night. That's a lovely song. Of course, mm-hmm. anything we love us, always love us some Three Dog Night. So you yeah, want to roll yeah. that? Give me a head with hair, long, beautiful hair, shining, gleaming, streaming, flaxing, waxing. Good morning, starshine. The earth says hello. You twinkle above us. We twinkle. Did you have a favorite between uh, Aquarius, Hair, Good Morning, Starshine, and Easy to Be Hard? No, you know what? I did not. And a lot of it had to do with the people that were doing the songs. Yeah. Uh, I, I loved all those songs. Yeah, I, I, I love them all, I played too. them all. For and some reason, them. Aquarius Let the Sunshine In yeah. just stands out. Does it for you. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I think that's a good thing. But I think that... Uh, that soundtrack probably helped uh, the career of the Cow Sills. Definitely so. Yeah, <laughs> definitely so. Uh, songwriter uh, Kenneth Ken Williams, who co-wrote or co-wrote hundreds of tunes for a vast variety of performers, including Donny Hathaway, The Four Tops, Peaches and Herb, mm-hmm. including the main ingredients hit, he wrote Everybody Plays the Fool, a big hit in the early 70s. He did that? Uh, he wrote it. Okay. Wow. Uh, but, of course, it was done by the main ingredient. Yeah. Good uh, song. Though. He was 83 years old. Wow. He was just wore out, folks. He just wrote all those songs, and he was just plum worn out. <laughs> It'll do it to you. And you've got one more, because I have nothing. Actually, this isn't a death, but I'm glad you mentioned it. Uh, it's a, a little article I came across recently, and I thought it was fascinating. Former A&R head Mickey Stevenson has mm-hmm. been uh, put into the Songwriters Hall of Fame, even though basically he wasn't a songwriter, but he worked for Gordy, and he and Gordy managed to pump out a few hits. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of funny. He's being put in there. You know what A&R stands for? Artist and Repertoire. Oh. Do you know what I that means? I don't believe I realize that. Well, they are paid staff members. Okay. They do not 
get money for selling records, okay. but they get lots more money if they bring in groups or individual uh, singers who do. So their job, the A&R guy, is to go out and find the artist mm-hmm. that they think is good for their label, Yeah, convince the muckety-mucks at the top <laughs> that if they record these people, they're going to make tons of money, mm-hmm. and he's also responsible directly for choosing the music that they record. Oh, okay. So he's a very important guy, and he was uh, the first A&R guy for Motown Records. Mm-hmm. He's 85 years old, and he's still around, still going crazy. And uh, anyway, he got hired by Barry Gordy to be their first A&R guy. Uh, convinced him to be their man. It stands for Artist and Repertoire. Scouting new talent. He said, I had no idea what the job involved, and he wasn't thoroughly sure well, what it did. <laughs> Even though he was learning the job, uh, as he went, Stevenson remembers asking Gordy who he'd report to. And he'd report to Gordy, the chairman said. He also asked how much the job would pay. (laughs) He says, uh, Gordy says, $5 a day and all the chili you can eat. (laughs) That was never explained. (laughs) They're still great pals, by the way. They both live on the West Coast. Uh, Stevenson said working with, well, he discovered Marvin Gaye, and Marvin Gaye came on basically as a songwriter Mm -hmm. and wrote quite a few songs for other artists. Okay. So he went to Gordy, and he says, "Uh, I think uh, we need to record this guy. And Gordy says, you're crazy. He's a jazz singer. He doesn't know anything about our kind of music. And he said, but he's helped us write some songs. Gordy says, I'll tell you what, I I will bet you a thousand bucks you can't get a hit record out of this man. And he said, uh, of course, we did uh, Stubborn Kind of Fellow, which was huge. And he says, a couple of days later, Mr. Gordy came by and dropped a thousand bucks. On my... He said, we would bet on anything. He's a cockroach going across the <laughs> counter. We'd bet on who would get there first. He said, we'd bet on anything. But he says, the good thing was there were small bets usually, except for that one. And everybody always paid, which made it a lot of fun. Oh, so, that's a great story. So anyway, I thought you'd enjoy, great, enjoy great that. Story. I just kind of happened to come across that. Oh, I got a couple of songs. I, I, you know, I have um, a couple of uh, uh, songs uh, about towns that yeah. I like for a particular reason. I got three of them. I'm sorry, okay. I don't mean to bore you, and I'm sort of surprising you with this. But anyway, here's, here's the most famous city of them all. It would be Nutbush Nut City. Bush. What a great song. Oh, yeah. I just had to run this, Larry. I do appreciate it. Tina Turner, Ike and Tina. They called it yeah. Nutbush. Can, can we just leave Ike out? <laughs> you know, he played piano on all of us, these songs. He was a good pianist. So anyway, that's one of them I had to include. And here's another one, and I can't remember why. Okay. The reason I included this is because of all the songs about towns. Okay. This one probably mentions more towns. And no, it's not. I've been everywhere, which I spring on you every now and then. <laughs> This is the Atchison, Topeka, and the Santa Fe. Again, it's a song about a railroad, but yeah. in all three cities in one okay. s- song title. Okay. Way back to uh, Woody Herman. Do you hear Actually, that Johnny Mercer. I figure that it's engine number 49. She's the only one that'll sound that way <laughs> on the Atchison, Topeka, and the Santa Fe. Wow, that had to be a challenge of a song to sing. And finally, I'm, I'm playing this one for only one reason, because I never got to play the song on the radio. <laughs> okay. And I love the song. <laughs> but I was between gigs, apparently. Okay. I think I was between Korea and coming back home. Uh-huh. And somehow missed the opportunity to play this song, which I love. 
the Rose Garden. Let's play the Did you ever play the song? I've never played the. I played it as an oldie. Oh, okay. Well, that's the only way I got to play it either. What what a great song. Somehow I missed out on it. I left Korea and it fell through the holes. She had a great voice, by the way. And would that have been a one hit wonder for them? I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Great song, though. I think it was. We never heard another peep from those people. Yeah, yeah. Except I beg your pardon, I never promised you a rose garden, which was something else altogether. <laughs> I am so glad you shared those three, especially Nutbush City Limits. Well, you know, I get in the shower. I know you don't believe it when you're in here in this little room with me, but I, I do shower occasionally, Larry. And I do it for your benefit, not mine. Well, and I Because I'm used to my smell. <laughs> but when I'm in the shower, yeah. I get to sometimes a day or two before we do this thing, I go, oh, man, I got yeah, to include I, this. I got to do that. I understand and that. And that's a part of the fun of this yeah, podcast. Yeah. So, anyway. uh, so, well, thank you so much for adding those three. And uh, we appreciate you listening and and uh, hopefully enjoying episode 44 of Two Larrys and a Mic. You can follow Two Larrys on a Mic wherever you download your podcast. Share this podcast with someone by simply clicking on the share button. We try to do a new episode every other week. Be sure to join us next time. Two Larrys and a Mic. I'm Larry Dowdy. I'm Larry Bly. And, and uh, Mike. Mike. Oh, what are we going to hear for him? Uh, he's still trying to take those auctioneer lessons. Isn't that irritating? Well, I don't. That's, <laughs> that's enough. He'll keep working on that. We'll see you next time for Two Larry's and a Mike. <laughs>